0: Hello and welcome to the Sports Technology Podcast. In this episode, we speak with William Mao and Darcy McConley from the Sports Business Club of the London Business School. It's the fastest growing professional interest group of the school, and they bring in speakers from sports and other industries to make connections and educate their constituents about sports business. We talk about sports business in general and some of their upcoming Olympic-related events. Remember to check
1: out our website, sportstechnologypodcast.com, and follow us on Twitter at sportstechpod. Enjoy! Hello and welcome to this episode of the Sports Technology Podcast. With me today again is Henry. Hello. And our two guests today are from the London School of Business Sports Club, Darcy and Will. You guys want, just want to say hello and maybe just briefly introduce yourself.
2: Hi, I'm uh, Darcy McConvey. I'm a second year in a two year degree here at the business school. I have a sports background. I played all my life hockey, played professional hockey for five years after university and then... Did a brief stint in investment banking and came to do my MBA. So that's why uh, I'm interested in the business side of sports. different than kind of what I had experienced before on the bank side. But then, nonetheless, it's still a place I'd like to end up.
3: Hi, my name is William Mal. I'm a second-year uh, MBA student here at the London Business School. And uh, my background uh, primarily consists of working, uh, at least on the sports side, working with uh, a couple of uh, professional football agents in the United States. Worked for a stint at IMG, and then sort of jumped into the world of financial consulting before coming coming to London Business School to pursue the sports sort of business aspirations that I've had sort of all my life.
1: One of the questions I, I just wanted to start out with: How do you guys define sports business, or what when you say sports business, what does that really mean?
2: Um, I think there's there's a, a number of elements. You know, it could be anything from representing an athlete to marketing, sponsorship, branding, um, all the way into we actually just met with a couple guys the other day who finance facilities so some big investment banks that do project finance to get you know they basically give municipalities or cities money to finance these big venues so business of sports is is kind of a very broad all-encompassing
3: term that includes you know a, a number of different areas I think the best way that we try to conceptualize it, seeing sport and whether it's competition or sporting events as sort of a vehicle by which uh, various areas of business can can sort of create value. So whether it is from a marketing perspective or from an event, sort of a facilities perspective as, as Darcy mentioned, or simply from the finance perspective, that's been getting a lot of uh, press lately with a lot of teams being bought and sold. Uh, all around the world, I think, regardless of what sort of business aspect one person might be interested in, there's a way for for sports to sort of add value there.
0: Do you also also consider like equipment manufacturers in terms of their business operations, the sponsorship development, uh, marketing, and all that, or is it mainly mainly focused on sort of professional events and and uh, that side of of the sports industry?
3: I, I think it definitely includes sort of the the manufacturing, and then and the you know if we expand that even more. To the sort of apparel side, uh, as well, because just as there are companies that are specifically sort of focused on sport on the broadcasting side, for example, like an ESPN or, you know, Sky Sports specifically, I think there are also sort of facilities that are required only in the world of sports. So whether it is protection when you're uh, playing rugby or, or American football, things of that nature, I think those specific industries that sort of spring up in the world of sport are definitely ones that, that we also count within our sort of broad definition of of the business of
1: sport. So you guys are both leaders in the London Business School Sports Club. Can you just tell us about that? Yeah,
2: sure. So basically second years take leadership positions in, in clubs throughout campus. And actually Sports Business Club is one of the fastest growing um, clubs on campus with over five hundred members. Basically what we do is try to pose students to potential opportunities in sport, whether it's like we'll set in a you know with a large apparel company or whether it's with um, a venue, or whatever it may be, and kind of relate that to, well, what's the importance of having an MBA in sports? Is it relevant? And if you want to get to the top, or be a senior leader, or be someone of significance in sports, kind of what what is the background of those types of people, and how can we get there? So we try to really educate, inform uh, the student body about opportunity in sport, Kind of the trajectory that they should be looking at to get where they want to get.
0: It. How long has the club been around, or or perhaps how long has the the sports side of the uh, London Business School been around?
3: London Business School is like most other MBA business degree programs in that sort of there's the academic component that is largely driven and, and defined by sort of professors and, and the school itself, and then you have a whole litany of professional interest clubs that sort of focus on different areas, whether it's marketing or consulting, finance, I mean, sort of runs the gamut. And so the Sports Business Club is actually, in that regard, a very new club, as Darcy mentioned. We're sort of, I would say, in, in sort of full operation only for the last maybe four or five years at most, if you want to count our history. And so we're one of the, the newer sort of professional interest clubs on campus. and And we think that, for example, with things such as the Olympics, being here in London, it's really allowed us to really sort of significantly increase our, our membership base and also the natural interest that, that comes around
1: the businesses for Okay, so in previous conversations, we've talked about some of your past events. Can you just give us a brief update or kind of some highlights of some of the events and speakers you've had in the past? Sure.
2: Just recently, we brought in one of the top five international executive search firms, and they have, a, they're, they're the only one in the world-specific sports a specific sports group so we brought them in to speak about similar sort of things opportunity people they place and sort of motivate and educate the students about you know potential opportunities they have we have a great relationship with them and they've actually done a, a terrific job kind of giving clarity to to you know what to expect with an nba entering sports then the last year we had a unique I a mean, speaker from the North American Maple Leaf Sports and Entertainment, who's one of the biggest sports and entertainment companies in North America. We had a female executive who had for ticketing come in and, and speak. So, you know, been a few more, maybe, maybe Will might want to add. Sure. Right. So, as Darcy mentioned, we, do, we try to hit on
3: all different dimensions of, of what we can provide to the club, whether it's more information about opportunities, but also bringing in people from the industry to talk about what they do on a day-to-day basis because we think that then really sort of brings it to life and maybe allows students to see a parallel between what a role in sport is actually how it's very similar to maybe a similar function in in general industry you know, in like retail goods or, or packaging or food. I think it's it's being able to bridge that sort of understanding that, that we think we bring the most value for, for our sort of classmates on campus. And so we brought in the brand and uh, strategic marketing director from Ferrari, uh, just to talk about how they build the Ferrari brand and how that's different from building sort of the brand of, of maybe a more mainstream and, and, uh, lower level automobile. And we also do things such as, uh, sort of mixer events. So a lot of times, there are other business schools that bring sort of a group of students to London and we do that uh, vice versa as well on treks uh, so to speak with, you know, companies, you know, that are related to their interest area. And so last year the UCLA Anderson sports business group came to London and we sort of did an event with them where we basically, you can call it a traditional networking event where we basically talked about some of the events we run on campus, shared best practices between the leadership. Um, and and on, on sort of the Olympic front we've done pretty much every uh, year over the last couple of years is we've done an Olympic Village site visit. So we've, last year we were uh, sort of hosted by Bovis Lease, which is the company that's sort of developing the Olympic Village. And so they were kind enough to uh, host a, a group of us to go out there, visit, check out the site as it was being developed. And we're going to go back again this year in April to, to also sort of see how that progression has has sort of come to fruition and, and is getting ready for the Olympics later on this year.
0: I think I was just, while you were speaking, I was just thinking of some of the parallels between sports technology and sports business. I think a lot of, a lot of what we're doing with the podcast and also just, just in general is communicating to, to interested people, to um, engineers and such, the, the similarities between Engineering and sports and engineering and other industries. And I think it's perhaps because it's such a, a growing industry, sports. Many people aren't familiar with, I don't know, how much, how much there is within that industry in, in terms of business and in terms of technology and engineering and such. Um, so that's cool. I like that. So you mentioned the Olympics and I, I mean, a big year for, uh, for London and sport coming up. Are there any, um, cool events you have planned that, that tie in with those that coming up? Uh, you mentioned the one in April, but, um,
2: So London Business School has a flagship event every year called the Global Leadership Summit, and year year after year, it's generally a different theme, whether it's finance or leadership. This year, the theme of it is the business of sport, and the kind of the program's uh, catchphrase is "faster, higher, stronger." Lessons shared between business and sport. So that's on May twenty-first. It's going to be you know a, a huge event where. A lot of, top, of our top alumni come back. We're working actually with uh, a firm and through, you know, the alumni network at London Business School to source some outstanding speakers. So it looks like it's going to be going to be a pretty, a pretty great event. And I guess kind of just to sum up, sum up what it is, it's kind of combines management, finance, marketing, leadership of the London Business School's faculty with kind of a selection of world class sport business thinkers from other top business schools around the world as well as some global top-level practitioners. So it should be a great event, and it's, it's definitely the capstone of our uh, tenure at the Sports Business Club.
1: Great. And is that open to the public?
2: I think there will be a set,
3: set of sort of passes and tickets that are available to the uh, general public, but I think it's largely, because the, the event is run every year and is not always, for example, sports-focused, it's, always, it's primarily for sort of the London Business School community. So uh, the majority of, say, tickets, I think, are either sort of alumni or distinguished faculty things of that nature. But the scale of it is, is on the sort of 500, 600, 700 sort of attendee level. So there's going to be, from my understanding, an opportunity
1: for, for people to attend. That's awesome. So moving forward, where can people, if they want to find out more about sports and business or just some of the opportunities that are out there, where would you suggest they look and maybe even point them to your own website and kind of some of the events that you put on?
3: Sure. So one of the, the things that we do is put out a periodic newsletter uh, specifically for that purpose. So not only to sort of provide some news and notes that are uh, sort of emerging in the, in the world of sport, it's like a major sponsorship deal that was signed by a club or a, a club being bought and sold. Uh, part of our sort of uh, periodic newsletter also has a section on opportunities in the sport, and what we do there is we scan sort of the market and look at what opportunities are out there. And so we do that through a couple of ways. If you if you go to our website, which is, type in London Business School, Sports Business Club, in you're in your, like a, a search engine, you'll you'll probably get that as your top search result. And on our site, we have a whole set of links to opportunities and, and sort of job boards that are specific that we have relationships with. So to give an example, one of them is globalsportsjobs.com. And so we uh, have a relationship with the sort of the creator of that job site, and what it is is, is just a global job board uh, related to sport. We use that. We look at you know traditional job boards and, and opportunity sites like like LinkedIn or or some of these other sort of professional networks uh, to see what opportunities are out there, and then we sort of just sort of call that together and and take a look at what opportunities are out there. So we sort of do. We think one of the services we can provide. Uh, not only for our, our members, but just in general, is to sort of collate and, and collect a lot of these great opportunities and highlight them to, to our community. Yeah, I think we'll hit it on the
2: red. You know, there's always things like the Sports Business Journal or Sports Money. There's a there's a few different emerging publications. Um, there's conferences, tons of conferences, especially over in London. So there's a lot of ways that you can go about finding out more about sport and, and, and there's even you know, topic-specific conferences, say digital media or whatever it may be. So there's a number of ways, and you know, as long as you, as long as you're diligent about searching, you'll find open for sure.
0: Great, thank you, Darcy. And we'll um we'll we'll put link to your website and to, to some of the things that you've mentioned on our website. And uh, perhaps as, as the Olympics approach, we can we can speak again about um about the event in, in more detail. But thank you very much for your time, and uh, all the best in the future. And that is the episode. Thank you, William and Darcy, for your time. And thanks, listeners, for listening. As always, we'll put links on our website, sportstechnologypodcast.com. And remember to follow us on Twitter at SportstechPod. Thanks. Bye.